switching gears yet again, cannabis has now been legal in this country for three and a half years, a little more than that, actually, because it was October. Um, it'll be four years on October the 18th. And in the Cannabis Act, when they legalized it, um, there was a requirement that the federal government conduct a review, check into how things are going. Is there anything that's not working? Anything we want to work on? Anything like that? Well, they haven't done it yet. And it's 10 months overdue now. And some people are starting to say, well, what, what's going on? Are we, are we going to do this? There's some things we'd like to talk about. So joining us to explain, we have George Smitherman, who is the president and CEO of the producer advocacy group, the Cannabis Council of Canada. George, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. So, yeah, I mean, okay, let's just talk about this review. It's part of the act that legalized cannabis, supposed to happen in three years. What's the point of it? What's 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 the reasoning for conducting this review? Well, the parliamentarians put it into the bill because they were pretty sure that after three years there were going to be some things that warranted adjustments. Are there? I do think so. Uh, yeah, for sure. We've got um, some real terrific progress and huge investments across the country, but some really, really serious uh, uh, headwinds where we're just not fulfilling the public health objectives associated with the Act. So, yes, we do think that there's uh, definitely an urgent need for some uh, recalibration, as they say. Which makes perfect sense, really. But a, a, a lot of this is around... Um trying to eliminate the black market or cut as deeply into the black market as possible. And that's what this review, that was part of the focus is to find out how well that's going and if more needs to be done. Where are we in terms of progress on that? I mean, that was the main intents of this act. How far have we gone in that direction? Uh, Not nearly far enough, I think, would be the first thing that we'd say. It varies across the provinces, um, but really our, our analysis would be that we're no better than about half of the overall market has been captured for our uh, legal regulated marketplace and our legal regulated stores. I got you. Okay. About half. half. Okay. And so lots of room for improvement there then if we're at half. Yes. And if we're honest about it, between the licensed producers and the processors that are my members and the many ma and pa and other retailers that are out there trying to fight in a very competitive environment, you know, we've built the infrastructure and we really have a lot of a need to sustain the infrastructure by getting more boots through, you know, through those re, uh, regulated and legal environments. And just to, just to re- remind everybody, like, it's important to eliminate the illicit market because when the products that they sell are tested, they show that they're onboarding all kinds of banned substances. So that really reinforces the public health necessity associated with getting more consumers to purchase our legal, regulated, tested products. So, so George, if this review were to take place and these kind of things could be looked at, would there be obvious things that could be done to further cut in, to take it beyond that 50%? Would it be obvious? Yes, I think. I mean, they're obvious already, to be honest yeah. with you. For, for instance, the tax bite. Um, everybody expected, of course, that cannabis was going to ge- generate revenue for governments. No one's surprised by that. But the taxes were proposed to be 10%, about a buck in 10. And really on, a, say, a dried flower, you've really got an excise tax and combined 
distributions and fees that's coming in three or four times heavier than that. So if you want to compete with the illicit market, obviously pricing is one piece of the puzzle, and the tax formula is super aggressive. So that's a real serious challenge right there. Mm -hmm. Another thing is we don't have a good product offering in some formats, especially like edibles, where we're limited to 10 milligrams in a pack. That's a very low-dose game. It's very suitable for new entrants. But for a regularized consumer of cannabis, the 10 milligram is just not anywhere near what they're looking for. Those consumers are largely getting those products still from the illicit market. So there's a couple of examples of places where if adjustments were made, together the licensed industry and all the tax that it's generating and the governments together could grow the pie really that's the opportunity here because we've still only captured a portion of that overall cannabis market so we're trying to say to our governmental partners and they're all over the country they're everywhere uh that we really uh would like to develop strategies that allowed us collectively to go and get a bigger share of the market. So when we take a look at this, I mean, we're 10 months late already. Has there been any indication from the government as to why they haven't started? And if they have plans on starting, I mean, what has the government said about this? Well, I don't like to be uh, I don't like to be the explainer for them. In the last few days, they seem to have been getting their Uh, getting closer to launching some form of uh, legislative review. We don't have very many details on that. You know, when when the anniversary occurred last October, there had just been an election and there was a new minister. So it was understandable that they might take a few months to kind of get wheels under things. But uh, the sense of urgency that we have with a lot of our member companies really struggling against financial sustainability, it doesn't look too good when you don't have an urgent, you know, when people aren't hitting their, hitting their deadlines. So hopefully we're going to see some movement on that sooner than later. We are working to bring the industry to Ottawa also for the fourth anniversary, October 17th and 18th. We're asking the question, where were you on the fourth anniversary? Because we need a lot of these license holders to go and meet their members of parliament because the members of parliament are super important and need to know what's going on on the local scene. So we're also trying to do our bit to make sure that the politicians in Ottawa are better informed about our new industry. And George, I don't have to tell you, if they got started today, if they announced they were going to get started on this review today, who knows how long it would take and then how long it would take to implement any change. You've been involved in government. You know the speed of government. We could have a long wait ahead of us here. That's really the challenge is that you're right because the report is, you know, they're granted, say, from the time it begins, 18 months. Then they submit it to a couple of uh, committees over at Parliament, at the Senate and at the House of Commons side, and then they can all decide later on to act. That's why we're already calling for urgent action on some of these things. So we're not just waiting for the review. We're working aggressively with Health Canada and the other government departments that regulate us to look uh, to, to look for some of the changes that we've been talking about here even in the last few minutes. Because yeah. There's a lot of very fragile companies. The cannabis industry in the first three years was $43 billion in contribution to GDP in Canada, supported 150,000 jobs, but there's a lot of fragility in that employment, and we really, really are seeking more urgent action that reflects the opportunities that we have 
to achieve the public health objective, getting more people to consume tested products and to grow the pie together so that the cannabis industry can be a contributor to the fiscal circumstances for governments. But right now they're taking a little too much off the top. Yeah, and and taking a long time to get it sorted out too. Uh, George, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Oh, no, it's my pleasure. Thanks so much. Have yourself a great day. You too. Thank you, sir. That is George Smitherman, President and CEO of the Producer Advocacy Group, the Cannabis Council of Canada.